Man with love. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Brandon, what are we doing today? We are doing a Netflix original film called Extraction, starring Chris Hemsworth. Oh my God, narrating like it's this spooky ghost story. I don't, I don't know what's going on. All right. Yes, we are doing Extraction. Uh, this is uh, for whoop, put that up there. This is Action Junkies. Uh, this is Market Movie Podcast, episode 106. Um, and our first action junkies that I was able, I'm able to do with you, you've done it before. So this is my first uh, attempt, if you will. If you will, <laughs> in my Dusty Rose voice. I'm all over the place today. All right, what? as you can see, I got my uh, movie wall almost complete. Uh, still, still work in progress. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and dive into a little action junkies and uh let's kick it off with the trailer they're hoping if you spin the chamber enough times you're gonna catch a bullet it's just easy that way This is an extraction. So who the players? Biggest drug lord in India versus biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. <laughs> Some mythic shit, huh? It's a kidnapping. Drug lord's son. Clock's running at 16 hours. Proof of life as of six hours ago. You do exactly as I say. Who are you? Name? Obi. Move fast. Stay low. Something's wrong. The city's on lockdown. Yeah, no shit! The job is fucked, Tyler. Tyler. Just find my money. It is a walking corpse, and there's no way to protect him. You have a family. Yeah, son. He died a few years ago. The best thing you could do for that kid would be to put a bullet in his brain. We can send a chopper and get you out, but you gotta leave the kid behind. Are you gonna leave me in the street? Hang on as tight as you can. Can't you trust me? No. Good. No. Are you always discreet? I'm not brave. You rescue people. Sometimes. Sometimes to do other things. 
Alrighty. So, Extraction. Starring Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth, and uh, directed by Sam Hargrave, who is uh, was the stunt coordinator on uh, a couple of the Avengers films, and that comes into play in this movie. Uh, before I get kick it over to Brandon to hit us up with the numbers, I'm not gonna go ahead and go. I'm not gonna tell you what it's about. You just see what it's about essentially. Uh, but Brandon said that this is Chris Hemsworth. Uh, I guess making up for the era that was Men in Black <laughs> Four, right? Or International, right? International, yeah. Uh, I don't even consider that in this same universe as Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones films, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, that was that was bloody terrible, as they say over there. <laughs> it was just, as far as I'm concerned, it was bloody terrible. Did you happen to watch that movie? I have not, but I'm also okay that I didn't. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I did. Maybe I did, and I just—I think I did, and I just don't remember it. That's yeah, it. it's quite forgettable. <laughs> it's yeah. quite forgettable. But yeah, this is him making up for that. I feel this is his best um, movie outside of playing Thor uh, ever. I mean, I, I can't think of one movie that he's done where he was the lead that's better than this movie. Um, I really can't. Uh, this would be, uh, I think, this is this is his vehicle. This is his a defining moment as far as action films go. I, I would say. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, go ahead and kick us off with the uh, the numbers. The numbers. Hell yeah. Uh, the numbers are this. Um, it's got a six point seven out of ten on IMDb. Uh, Metacritic uh, gives it a fifty six percent. 91 like 91 percent like it on Google. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's about even. Uh, the critics give it a 67 percent overall, and the audience score is at 69 percent. So uh, there you go. And it's it, at the time it was the highest viewed original film for Netflix, over 99 million viewers. So uh, probably up in the hundreds now. But uh, deserving, deservingly so. Yeah, big, big film for them. So, what can you say? Uh, this is what I can say. Um, <laughs> so, there's two films on Netflix that I wanted to see uh, before the end of last year. Uh, one of them was The Old Guard, and the other was this. Uh, this one I was le- less uh, like uh, you know thrilled to see, right? And I was really wanting to see Old Guard because you know Charlie's there, but. <laughs> this movie, I say that to say this, this movie is a much better movie <laughs> than the Old Guard. I thought I thought the Old Guard was actually trash. Uh, I hated it. I haven't, I, I haven't just, seen it. Yeah, I'm not gonna ruin anything. I just I it just didn't live up to the what I thought it was gonna be. It's just my personal opinion, but extraction I thought was well great. Um great. Uh, I don't this may be negative to say, but I don't think she's a very good action star. Uh, I didn't like her f- previous action film. I forget what it's called. With uh, yeah, Flux, was it? No, no, I hadn't seen that either. Uh, <laughs> no, it was a. Uh, it was supposed to have been like John Wick, but with her in the lead. Um, Cherry Bomb or something like that. I don't know. No, was it? I, I have no idea. Uh, 
Uh, Harry Potter, I believe. I think Daniel Radcliffe's in it. I think. No, I'm getting him confused. Um, the guy from Split. I can't think of his name. It's, that it's guy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Him. He's in it. Uh, yeah, Professor. Yeah. James McAvoy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, they're in it together. And I, I thought that was going to be a really, I'm sorry. It just was escaping me. Um, I apologize, James. Unnecessary on my end. <laughs> but uh, I thought that movie was going to be really good. And uh, when they said they compared it to John Wick, I, just with a female lead, I was like, I'm very, I was very excited. Because I do like Charlie's. I just don't think he's much of an action star. So, yeah, point taken. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, <laughs> Goldust is doing something to to Rocky Maivio on my television. But uh, go ahead and uh, hit him up with the. Uh, well, you already gave us the numbers. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and jump into it. So, uh, uh, Chris, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth is uh, who is Thor in uh, real life uh, plays and Hulk Hogan apparently. And Hulk Hogan, yeah, I heard you got some good, some some uh, the the pythons. I don't know if they're uh, was it thirty two inches. I don't know if they are there yet, but um, but anyway, in this movie, pre Python, uh, Chris Hemsworth, he is uh, playing a guy named Tyler who is a, I would say he's a mercenary, yeah, or, or or a man, uh, uh, if you will, a hitman for hire or a merc, a merc for hire. Um, and, uh, which I guess that's what a mercenary is, uh, someone for hire, right? But, um, he's, uh, we first see him, it was, the movie starts, this is spoilers, by the way, the movie starts essentially at the end of the movie, and, uh, and I didn't realize this was what I was seeing until the end of the movie, um, when I first saw it, but it starts at the end of the movie, and, uh, and, you see that he is a guy that is essentially down and out on his luck, like just depressed and just wants to just die, I guess, like a risk taker to for death. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He does come off like that, um, that he's willing to, to die, uh, wants to die. Uh, I mean, he jumps off of a cliff into the water, like, Felt like it was like maybe 200 feet in the air. <laughs> just and he just sits at the bottom, uh, like it's nothing. Like okay, whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, he came off like he he wanted to die, uh, more so than anything. That he was willing to take on any mission, go solo if need be, which he pretty much is solo throughout the whole film. Uh, but. I don't know. He just he. I like his character though. I like I like that this guy had nothing to lose. He had nothing to live for, essentially. And you find out why later on in the movie why that's the case. But I I felt for his character, and I also felt for the nemesis that was trying to get the other get the boy for his own personal reasons. I, I, they had pretty much this, the same reason for doing what they were doing, essentially. We'll talk about that. So, all right, the the kid in this movie, uh, let me see if I can get his name so I won't just refer to him throughout this whole movie as the kid. Um, no, actually, is is it? Uh, no, uh, it's um, Ovi. 
Ovi, yeah. So Ovi, uh, he's a he's a kid in school, like maybe uh, I think he's about 14, 15 years old, maybe maybe sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a young 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 kid. Uh, is it? He's in Bangladesh. Is I believe this is where it takes place. I might be so wrong, but um, he's somewhere in a land that you know. So and his father is a big time drug lord that is locked up in prison, and uh, and he goes out with his friends one night, and they get kidnapped. What well, Frank is shot in the head, but he gets kidnapped. Uh, by the police who is working for uh, the biggest drug dealer in um, India, right? Yeah. Wait a minute. Cole? Hey, come down. <laughs> so anyway, uh, anyway, so yeah, he gets kidnapped by the biggest drug dealer in India. And uh, from there, uh, the starts the extraction process. So on one end, as as uh, Brandon was saying, we have uh, the one guy. Do you remember his name? Seju or it's something like that. Um, uh, let's see his name. Saju. Sanchi. Sanchi. No. Seju. Seju. You're right. Seju. So uh, <laughs> we have Seju. Who works for the drug dealer? Who essentially is his, the keeper of his estate, if you will. But the drug dealer tells him that if he doesn't get his son back, then he can expect his son to die, like uh, Seju's kid and wife to be murdered, essentially. So if you don't give me what I want, you don't protect my son. Uh, your son won't be protected, and so. His fight in this, as Brandon was saying or alluded to, is that he has to find this kid or else his son would die. And uh, and on the other end, Tyler's um, bone in this is that, uh, and tell me if you agree or disagree, his bone in this is that he wants to, he's just, he's out for money, but he's also out for to uh, to look for his to chance fate and to see when his death is gonna come essentially. That's what I got from it. Your think your thoughts? Yeah, I got that from it too. Uh, but when it comes to the the boy itself and why he doesn't give up the boy, it's the he couldn't spoilers save his own son, so he's fighting to save this kid, you know, instead. So that's why I said essentially both parties are fighting for the same thing. And I like the motivation there uh, for both characters that were fighting for this boy because <laughs> uh, it's essentially the same thing. Um, Unbeknownst to one another, right? Unbeknownst yeah, to one another. Yeah, so there's yeah. no communication. <laughs> no, and there's none. There's no communication whatsoever. And I, I didn't know... I knew who he was when he, you know, he's killing... Um, Hemsworth's team. Uh, it's like, okay, what's he doing? I, because I was thinking, didn't he hire these people? Because he's, you know, he said to get his own team together. You know, I figured he's hiring them. I was like, did you understand the aspect of it though? Did who hired these people and didn't pay them? Um, that that I wondered too. Like, I thought yeah, that I, maybe 
I thought that the drug dealer hired him, but yeah, why know. would he go off and tell Sanju to go ahead and uh, hire a team or whatever? But Sanju couldn't because he didn't. The drug dealer actually doesn't have the m money to pay for a team. Yeah. But somebody got wind of this, and a team was set up. Extraction team was set up. A lot of resources <laughs> and manpower was set up to save this kid, but the two teams wasn't communicating. It reminded me almost of spy versus spy, you know, in the sense of, you know, they kept like trying to outdo one another. Um, not outdo one another, but just like he's trying to kill you, you're trying to kill him. He's trying to get the boy. You're trying to take the uh, keep the boy and protect the boy. Both of you are working to do the same thing. But no one knows if they, if they honestly this movie would have been done a lot uh, over, like over a lot sooner if they just would have talked to one another. But yeah. Tyler doesn't trust him. Uh, Sanju doesn't trust Tyler, so he's thinking he's trying to kidnap the boy. You know, it's just like there's no communication. But yeah. but it but it made for a great movie because of that. Yeah, it was very thrilling, entertaining action-packed film. I mean, I've seen some people say, well, there's not much of a story. I was like, okay, I give you that. But in this, in this situation, you're not going to have a lot of story here. You're going to have consequences. You know, your decisions matter. Your, you know, your actions matter. And it just goes from there. And I, I love that aspect of it. When a film can do that, and it's very entertaining, it's very action-packed, I'm, I'm on board. Uh, it's like playing a shooter game, you know, and it's what it was like for me watching it, like one of those shooter games, you know, you just you're you're there for the ride. That was me. Let's let's talk about so the movie really picks up pace at about fifteen, uh, about nineteen minutes into it, eighteen or nineteen minutes into it. That's when um, Tyler. Go finds out where the boy is being held at, goes to confront the the uh, the people that uh, hostage, not hostage, the the people that have had keeps them hostage, right? Uh, yeah. The criminals, <laughs> this little gang, the street gang of kids, um, and uh, he goes to confront them, and uh, they say no, take him out and kill him. So obviously. Um, you know, he has a marksman that takes out one guy, and then he uses the opportunity to beat the heck out of him, kills the guy, uh, goes back upstairs, and utterly destroys everyone <laughs> in the apartment. Yeah. Uh, he did a suplex on a guy. He actually did a belly-to-back suplex on a guy and landed him on his neck. And then, like, there's another guy he, like, threw into the wall Oh my goodness! So much action is happening yeah. <laughs> just in that one apartment scene. I was like all over the place, like watching it. Like, oh my goodness, this is this is great. You know, like uh, I don't know. What what's your thoughts on it? The uh, apartment scene. I thought that scene was just beautifully shot. Uh, it was choreographed so well. Uh, it was intense <laughs> to see the how he just demolished this, this this team that was in the apartment like and like like i said throwing the wall was brutal it was just brutal it just it just was uh but i, I loved it though it reminded me 
It reminded me more of John Wick in that aspect. Those action sequences, how fast they were. It reminded me more of John Wick, which you know is is a very good compliment because John Wick probably does action that that team probably does action better than anybody right now. So uh, kudos. I absolutely loved it. I love those scenes. Um, I was going to ask you real quick before we really dive into it. It was the roof scene where the the main drug dealer, you know, his henchman is throwing this kid off of a roof. <laughs> he yeeted like, the kid off of the roof. He, like, yeah, literally. Literally threw him off the roof. I thought maybe they're going to hang him to get information. No. We're just going to throw him off the roof. Like it's a royal rumble. <laughs> just, like, I mean, just this, like, this I'm like, like uh, so. So there's a there's a scene where a bunch of kids are huddled together on a roof. There's a drug dealer, the drug dealer, and then his main hitch, henchman. He looks like like he reminds me of an Indian yokozuna. <laughs> that's what that's what the guy puts me in mind of. He's like a big fat dude, uh, you know, and uh, he just walks. Casually over to one of the kids, drags him over to the side of the roof, and you think, oh, he's just going to dangle him to get information. Yeah. No, he totally yeeks the kid off the roof. <laughs> just, uh, and then you're like, whoa. And then he goes to grab another kid. And then somebody's like, no, 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 no. I, I'll tell you the information. Well, the kid that stole from you is the one that you just threw off the roof. You know, uh, you know, and wow. Yeah, man, there was a. Uh, I was like, did he just? It took me, yeah. it made me take a step back because I'm like, this movie doesn't care about killing kids. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't care. It's very violent and it's very aggressive. And uh, it, it just, it blew me away that they would just, I mean, there's like, it's nothing to it. This is like a normal day for these people. And I think that aspect just kind of blew me away, honestly. Uh, like, okay, we kill kids every day or like that. Um, but then he's, when he says that the guy that just, uh, you threw off the roof is the one that stole your money, he gives the guy the knife. Cut, cut off two of your fingers since he's the one, you know? But I just thought it was, like, convenient that he would say he's the one. And, um, you know, I love that the the main drug dealer said, you're clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like this one. I like how you think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did want to mention this. Uh, so there was an aspect of it that you mentioned, and I wanted to kind of touch base on what you just said. So um, the action, especially in the apartment scene, was very John Wick-like. Uh, question to you, Brandon, before we dive deeper into it. Do you feel that John Wick's level of action is where you see action movies going these days? Yeah, I think uh, like with anything in Hollywood, if something is successful, it's going to be tried and it's going to be copied and, you know, try to duplicate that. Um, you know, I, yeah, I see most people, most producers anyway. Oh, John Wick did this. We'll copy them and try to, you know, try to get a franchise going like that, like they did. But I just don't think it's going to work for everybody. Uh, like... Like if you got an actor like Hemsworth, you know, or Chris Evans, you know, even Robert Downey Jr. could probably pull off an action movie. 
But not everybody's going to be able to. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I see it going in that direction. But I also see guys like Stallone, maybe Arnold, uh, showing us why action worked back in the day with certain films. I, I especially see it with Stallone and his upcoming movie, Samaritan. That's supposed mm-hmm. to be like an, an old school film. But yeah, I do. I do. Get back to your point. I do agree that that, or I think that action films will try to be more like John Wick. Um, with that said, too, um, so it so, and then also this this is another question that popped up in my brain. Uh, in watching this movie, I got the feeling, the same feeling I got when I was watching The Rock in the Rundown, was the same feeling I got watching Chris Hemsworth in this film. The Rundown for The Rock was in my opinion, the movie that solidified him as a action star. You know, not only was it the scene of Arnold passing the torch to him, so to, yeah. you know, so to speak, but but it's actually the movie that I first saw with him where I'm like, this guy's an action star. You know, I want to see more of him doing this. And that's yeah. how I felt watching Chris Hemsworth in this movie. I'm like, oh, I want to see him doing more of this. And yeah. it's funny to say that it wasn't Thor, it wasn't a uh, Avengers films that made me think that when you see those movies, you take it that they have action, but you don't take it as an action movie. This is an action movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I think you know most people would probably argue with you. Not not about the Rock. I mean, Rundown. I have to agree. It was what's made him you know an action star. Um, but we all thought he was going to go in that direction anyway, just the way he was built. Uh, but I have to agree. I mean, I don't think when you think of Marvel movies or comic book movies in general, I think the, uh, you know, the casual viewer looks at those as the action films of today, but they're really not. They're comic book films, you know. <laughs> it's a different not, category. Yes. And I've heard people argue that well, they are action films for today, and and here my response to that would be, John Wick showed you they are not. <laughs> action films for today um so yeah i agree i think but yes hemsworth this is his this was his vehicle to show that he can do action uh and in action you know he can nothing but action he's a very serious guy in this movie and i love that when you're when you get a guy that can be really serious kick a lot of butt you know i just like i like that more than i do like the one-liners like an and I love Arnold, love him, but I love a guy like um, that could just be straight with you and just entertain you and blow stuff up and just has that never say die attitude. I like that kind of character better. Yeah, and so uh, you know, and uh, and with that being said, Chris Hemsworth, we and seeing him in Thor and seeing him in uh, the Avengers film, especially later on in the Avengers film, he. He has comedic chops. He has comedic timing. But in this movie, he, like you said, he plays it so straightforward. Yeah. I don't think he really cracks a smile at all in the movie. I think, like, like he's so serious. Uh, but uh, diving back into the action of it, so after uh, he saves the kid from the from the room, that kicks off this crazy long take of action. I think was this the long take? There's one long take. There's like two or three long takes. Uh, so I think this was the first big long take of him trying to escape through the buildings 
uh, trying to run from the police and stuff like that. And then the next long take is when he was running from not only the police, but the other to, from Sanju, you know, or, or yeah, because they all kind of muddle like, you know, side by side, right? Like there was yeah. this and then he escaped. And then that's when you get introduced to Sanju trying to get him. And then the heat is on again. Yeah, when you when you, you don't really see say Sanju or however you pronounce his name uh, until the boat, like somebody's taking out uh, Tyler's men on that boat, and then you got the sniper looking, but he doesn't see anything. He decides to get up, and he gets taken out. Then they kind of come across each other, but yeah, it's a chase. To they get to the streets, and uh, I, it, it, like I said, it's this. This movie blew me away, um, shocked me, because it's so sudden when these chains of events happen, like his Hemsworth's character gets hit by a vehicle. <laughs> like, I didn't see that coming anywhere. And then next thing you know, Sanju, Sanju, whatever his name is, he's getting hit by a vehicle that's driven by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> hey, before that, even before that, though, uh, like when they were... Uh, when they're escaping on the roof, on the uh, building, like through the building, yeah. uh, the like uh, uh, Tyler says to the kid Ovi, I think his name. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he says to him, uh, uh, "Go ahead and take this part. Go ahead and take part? this. Which the part? part I was talking about. Go ahead. The escape. Go ahead. I, I don't know where we're at. <laughs> you said he said something." Obviously, I'm alone here, <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, rewinding a little bit, but uh, yeah, he took. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the, the uh, my, my wife called, so I had to have you to take it. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, what I'm saying is this. Um, all right, so the scene where this is this is live, guys. We're live. So yeah, we're live, all right. The scene where. Uh, <laughs> They're going through the apartment buildings, and uh, you know, like <laughs> uh, Tyler, like Tyler's beating up the police and killing them, shooting them, like really oh, fast. Oh yeah, okay, I get you. Behind him the whole time. Uh, yeah, those are some, gets away. And, yeah, those uh, are some shots. Yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, he uh, he catches up. Like the kid goes off on his own. The police is chasing him, and he's trying yeah. to get him and kill him, and and then he runs through, and then Tyler shoots the guy. And then grab, grabs the kid and starts walking with him. Gets to a point where he's like, he said to him, "Do you trust me?" He said, "No." He just takes him and throws him off the roof onto another roof. Yeah. It's just so, it's so great. But yeah, those shots, though, like I said, cinematography was just amazing. And during the action sequences, uh, like I couldn't, I just couldn't believe he would have. I don't know how many bullets he shot certain cops with. I, it was like, I felt like 10 or 15 straight shots here. And, you know, and it wasn't really affecting. It was like he was shooting them in their the bulletproof vest. Like, oh. And he couldn't shoot them in the head because they had helmets on. <laughs> Just, it, was, it, was, it was amazing to watch. It was so fast-paced. It was hard to keep up with all the action. Um, and then Aaron alluded to he threw him off the roof <laughs> just onto another one. It was just, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was bonkers, man. It really was. And then the uh, the next big scene was that that uh, car chase scene uh, oh, yeah. where uh, 
where it it was a it was a long shot. It was it was like the the stuff them trying to escape the building was one continuous shot as well, where the action would follow and then see this and then this like a long long take right without a cut. Although it might have had hidden cuts, uh, of course they got to have hidden cuts because with this one, especially the car scene, uh, it's going from that car to another car to different perspectives, but it's all in one take. And, um, you know, but obviously uh, with hidden cuts. But, man, oh, man, it was it was so much action going on. And the police, like, you, the police is chasing Tyler and Ovi. And then all of a sudden one police officer comes and shoots another police car and it crashes. And then you're like, what is going on? And then, no, that's Sanji, uh, whatever, you know. He's, like, looking all mad and then trying to shoot. And they're racing, and he, they he, they crash somehow. Like you said, he hits Tyler with the car, and then he tries to get the kid. Taking, he asks him if he's hurt, and he's trying to get him. And the next thing you know, Tyler comes. Oh, Tyler comes. Uh, there's one point when they both fell off the roof. <laughs> you, you remember that? They was fighting, and they fell off the roof. It hit the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to think for a second. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was insane. The 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 whole action, man. It was just insane. It it was crazy. Like I didn't expect to go into this movie watching this. Like I I mean I know you hyped it up a little bit, and I've heard some people say it's really good. Uh, but I was thinking, oh, it's it's a movie starring Chris Hemsworth. Uh, he's solo. I don't know. I don't. I don't trust it because the films I have seen with him by himself, it just they didn't turn out to be the best. <laughs> no offense to Men in Black International, Chris. No offense. Every offense. But uh, but but it, it just it was it was mind blowing to see all the stunts and all the action and just it was so crazy. Like I give him nothing but props. It, it's probably it's the wildest action movie i've seen since john wick chapter three yeah that was, uh, that, was, that was wild and crazy it's in its own right but yeah I, i'm glad it happened i'm glad you picked this i mean i had a lot of fun watching it yeah this uh so after they get through the chase scenes uh, they finally get a point where they can kind of chill a little bit but during all this time i it's got to be noted that Tyler is like pretty badly injured. Like he's he's got uh, probably bullet wounds. I know he has cuts. He has probably a concussion. He's like really he's really hurt. Yeah, um, he's hurt. And um, I mean he was hit by a car. So yeah, he's hurt. And uh, and and they they hide in a <laughs> in a place. Yes, he's he's hurt. Co. Uh, so they they're hiding in a place. Uh, you know, but then from there, uh, I think they, uh, I think they, this is when they go to the sewer, like, and oh, then they yeah. try to, yeah, that's gross. But then, uh, they, they the uh, drug dealer guy sends a bunch of other kids, like the kid gang. After, I love this fight scene. I want to talk about because he did the kids different, so he didn't kill any of the kids, but he just beat them up badly. Yeah. He did not have a problem smacking a kid. He like totally like or punching the kid and or th- taking the kid and throwing him through a windshield, you know, or whatever. Like he like destroyed his children, and uh, you know, and 
man, it's just it's a good time. And uh, he finally uh, gets to a point where he has to call for help. And so he calls for um, his old buddy. Oh, uh, this is some point we get to talk. I think this is at this part. But he calls his old boy, buddy, uh, who is none other than who, Brandon? Harper from Stranger Things, David Harper. There you go. AKA, um, we're not going to call him Hell Hellboy, but he, technically. Nah, he that never happened. That never happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Hopper, Stranger Things. Uh, uh, he um, he shows up, um, and he's like his BF, like his best friend from like he saved. Um, Tyler saved Hopper's life once, and um, and Hopper wants to return the favor. But the way Hopper wants to return the favor is by doing him a uh, uh, solid, saying, "You listen, you ain't gonna make it out alive." long as you got this kid, let me go upstairs and kill this kid for you. Before that, we find out that uh, Tyler didn't wasn't there when his son died of cancer because uh, he couldn't be. He, he, he volunteered to go back to war because he couldn't stand up, stand being there while his son died. And so he missed that moment. And he's been running from the fact that he's that cowardice since that point and this is his chance as brandon was alluding to earlier to uh not be that guy and so he has a character arc in this movie just by yeah, being there yeah yeah I, I, I agree uh just it was it was good seeing hopper though <laughs> it, it to me it was a glorified cameo but it was good seeing him it's this guy is yeah. It's a good. It's like it was a good cameo though. I agree with you. Yeah, though. yeah. It, it was a good cameo. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's just he has no humanity really uh, left in him. Once once you get to the meat of his character, he wants to kill the boy, and you know, of course, Tyler doesn't want to do that. Tyler doesn't want to take the money and run because that's that's all he's been doing. You know, as you alluded to, he's been running. Uh, so he's going to fight for this boy and he's going to fight his best friend, essentially. And, you know, and that's what happens. So um, that was a it was a good fight too. David yeah. Harvard. Props. Yeah, and he, did, he, he held his he held his own, man. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and it gets to a point. He actually technically, if you want to count it, he, he beat him. <laughs> he was about to kill him. But the kid shoots him. Uh, yeah. Save Tyler. Um and uh, and it just makes their their relationship that much more closer. The kid at one point wanted to get away from Tyler because he's like, "I'm just an object to you. I'm not a human, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm just a mission. I'm not. You don't really care who I am, you know. Uh, and he, we don't find out really. Well, we know that his name is Tyler, but the kid didn't find out his name was Tyler until later on. Um, you know, when he overhears the conversation when he's talking to the lady that's been pretty much uh, helping out this whole time. Um, but yeah, it it was a brutal moment. It was a, also a sad moment, I feel, for Tyler. Not the fact, not just that the kid shoots uh, <laughs> David, you know, Hopper, uh, but for the fact that his friend 
it, it came to this point where his friend had to die in order, um, you know, to right this wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a moment uh, for both. But that, that is the thing uh, that people want him to give up the kid. Even the woman that's helping him wants him to give up the kid because uh, she doesn't believe he's going to survive. And, you know, and I think that was Hopper's deal, too. Uh, he wanted money, but he didn't think his friend was going to survive this. And, you know, and he, but Tyler, Tyler has to go out the way he has to go out. You know, he, he's going to die. He's going to die. But he's going to make sure this kid gets home safely. You know, that's 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 his go. That's his life right there. It's it's it means everything to him at this point. Making oh, sure that he gets home. Gave me a lot of vibes of um, it gave me a lot of vibes of Escape from New York. Uh, you know, the escape uh, in a sense of like they are they are in a it's not a siege. Well, yeah, it is a siege. It is uh, essentially a siege film in the sense of they're st- they're in this foreign country, in this land, and enemies are all around him, and he has to survive in order to make it from one point to another point. Uh, you can think of, like I said, you can think of uh, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A. You can uh, lock now, right? Um, or that movie. Uh, you can you can think of. Um, uh, Many of many movies that have the uh, warriors. You can think of many movies that have that formula of we got to get from point A to point B. Uh, even Die Hard did it later on, right? Um, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, also, another Bruce Willis movie that did it was Sixteen Blocks. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, I think Three Ten uh, of Yuma. Uh, I think it's the same scenario. You know, I yeah. gotta protect this guy and get him there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's a western, but it is. It, it, you're right. He's he's got to get him there. He's got to get him on that train. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but I love that movie. I'm not I'm not down yeah. on that at all. I love that movie. But uh, that's my point that this movie has it, and I love that type of. I love those type of stakes because all bets were off, man. You're in a you're in a land where everybody's out to get you, and finally it got to a point where. He has to turn to the one guy that he didn't really trust throughout this whole thing, which is Sandu, and they got to come to terms that where they both want what they want is for this kid to survive, you know. Yeah. And oh man, let's talk about that final act, the third act of this movie. Brandon, kick us off, kick us off with it, man. Well, I mean, you know, when when we get there, you know, that they're working together. It's it's just crazy action on this on this. Oh, what was it? Was it a bridge? Yeah, Is before it- the bridge. Yeah, so we have uh, essentially Tyler said to uh, Sanju, "I'm gonna keep calling him that." Uh, <laughs> he, said to him, he said to him, "He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw I'm gonna draw attention to me yeah. while you escape." And so he goes to a building with ammo and start shooting the police cars, blowing them up. And then they start returning fire on them. And, and you know, but while they're doing this, he, what he's hoping for is for, oh my gosh, 
Vader is bleeding. What happened to Vader? Uh, <laughs> I think he lost his. I eye. don't know why he's got wrestling on during the podcast, ladies and it's gentlemen. Just, it's just to look up at it. I think Vader lost an eye. But uh, anyway, uh, so it's mankind, any by any chance? Yes, uh, yes. I think I no, it's, uh, Taker, Austin, Vader, and uh, Bret Hart. But I'm pretty sure Vader lost an eye. He's bleeding profusely. All right. Anyway, uh, so they, they uh, so he thought that he can just walk him, wash him essentially, uh, you know, clear. But as he's doing this, one, one, there's got to be one cop, right? One cop says, "Hey, kid, stop! Come here! Hey, kid, come here!" And he tells him, "Take off your hat," <laughs> and and he's like, "Do it, do what he says." But I love it because Sandu. When he's taking out his hat, Sanju looks around to see where this guy, where this officer is, where this officer is, where this other one is. And so fast, Brandon. Pop, pop, pop. My yeah. goodness. It was a, it was a, take it over. What's your thoughts? I thought it was a, I honestly thought it was a great scene. Um, but as you were talking about that, I was going to the scene right before that with Sanju talking to his son and, you know, basically saying goodbye he knew he wasn't going to come back even though that's what he said he was going to do but he knew he wasn't so he knew he was giving up his life to save his sons basically um and that, that was heartbreaking uh so when they team up together you know we we're at that point where he's got the kid and you know he's killing these cops and i just thought man these guys going out he's going he's it kind of reminded me of rocky balboa when rocky says i gotta go out the way i gotta go out you know, it kind of that scene reminded me like that that saying, and I just thought it was great. I thought, you know, that they're working together. Uh, they got one goal in mind, and they're gonna reach it, even if yeah. they, even yeah. if they yeah. die, the boy's going to live. So uh, I loved it. I mean, it was just man, it was so crazy. Man, <laughs> there, there's a scene, man, where uh, like they they essentially make it to the bridge, right? Yeah. And, um, and Sandu, uh, oh, yeah. putting his way through, but then there's this one point where he just has a knife. And he goes, like, he's been shot several times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, he, and he just has a knife, and he's just going, like, to town on the guy with his knife. And, like, oh, my goodness. I, it's just so so visceral, you know. But, um, and it then. reminded me of when uh, Tyler was going off in the apartment with that knife. And. You just it was it was it was something to see. It was a sight to see. I would say that. So yeah, I feel like these two guys are essentially the same person. You know, uh, just different. They live in different worlds, uh, mm -hmm. but they, you know, they, they're they're very much alike when it you know comes to being heroic and, and, and saving a kid. I mean, they're they're, they're on the same team, but just, I felt like they 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 connected you know and it, it was really cool to see as you said with him just going off with that knife i mean it was awesome to see uh yeah. kudos i mean to everybody involved i mean I, I, all the actors did a wonderful job during all I these agree. scenes um, and and i also like um so there's a scene where sanju it, so he as a as one officer in swat uniform and he's and he, and they're sh like he's shooting at him and he's shooting him, 
but it's a beautiful scene where he's on the ground, right? And he's getting shot, but he's crawling away, but he's still getting shot, but he's still shooting back. Yeah. And you start seeing blood splatter from him getting shot, but you're also seeing this guy getting shot. And um, and he, you know, it's just, and at the same time, unbeknownst to any of them, right? The big drug dealer sends his, uh, his commander, his big uh, sharpshooter dude, uh, to take him out. So he, he's in this apartment building somewhere and he's, he picks off Sanju. Sanju, he kills him with a headshot. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I think the Colonel, I think that's what they called him. Uh, yeah. I hated that scene, but you know, I, you knew it was coming, you know, eventually, you know, he was going to get taken out, but if it, uh, I'm not sure if it was the right next scene or not with Hemsworth. But it, it starts where it had, where it starts. That scene starts where the movie started, with him getting shot up. Yeah, well, he uh, makes it to the bridge and he shoots his yeah. way through. And yeah. uh, at the same time, so this the, the colonel guy has taken out a helicopter, uh, taken out one of the pilots, right? Yeah. And um, and then he uh, is also taking out some people on the on the ground. The lady pulls out her gun. Oh, she also blows up a, air, a helicopter, which is, you know, whatever. She blows up a helicopter. No, it was really cool. But anyway, she um, she takes out her gun, and she's looking for the sniper. She's, like, looking for him, looking for him. And um, she finds him just one moment too late uh, in a sense of, I think the sniper give, gives him a neck shot, right? Did, she, did the sniper shoot, no, no, no. shoot him? No, no, she didn't. No, the sniper didn't hit him in the neck. That was the kid that he let oh, live. Yeah. yeah. But but she takes out the sniper before the sniper yeah. can shoot him. Yeah. Yeah, but, the sniper's he got him in his scope. He's about to pull the trigger, and she takes him out. Uh, and you think everything's good, and then out of nowhere, that boy shows up, shoots Hemsworth in the neck, and you're like, oh, it's. How's he gonna survive this? I mean, he's, yeah. And then like the lady starts like, shooting at the kid, and he and he runs. But yeah. that shows you something because the kid was essentially almost in safety, and he runs back to Tyler, and uh, grabs him. And Tyler's like, "Go!" And he's like, "He's like, no, no, I don't want to leave you. I don't want to leave you. You know, like this Tyler, for what it's worth, has cared more about this kid than his own father has truly cared about him. Uh, and uh, and this kid." doesn't want to leave him, you know, especially they had to die. And um well no, is this does that happen before? Because he uh he tells him to run, right? Because yeah. there's a because Tyler ends up standing up and uh I thought yeah. he got shot in the neck after he stood up. Cause he, he's dying and he puts his stuff in. That's where we pick up at the beginning. He puts his guns in and he starts to shoot more of the guards, right? Yeah. And then, the kid, he tells the kid to leave, and then that's when he, or, or he gets, or, or I don't know, I'm, I'm missing, I'm, I think I'm misremembering. So, does Tyler, Tyler has a conversation with the kid prior to the kid shooting him in the neck, but then the kid runs back after Tyler was shot. Yeah, he, well, he tries to, but the the girl's there now, she grabs him, and uh, he, he's he's waving him on, and. He eventually falls off the bridge into the water. Right. Disappears, you know. So uh, what you think is he dies. Um, yeah, you think he dies. 
But uh, now, oh man, I do. I just don't know how he would live. <laughs> this man has been hit by a car, fell off the roof, get shot, stabbed. He's gonna live. No, they want extraction too. You're gonna have him live. But, um, but yeah. So the kid makes it to safety. The drug lord uh, doesn't have the kid. The city's on fire, and um, it picks up eight months later, I think. Yeah. The kid is about to swim. But at the same time, back in uh, India, the man is at a party, um, and he's, um, you know, he goes to the restroom, and he's met by that beautiful femme, femme fatale, and yeah. she shoots him several yeah. times. Several he is dead. And that's for Tyler. That's for Tyler. She did that yeah, for that Tyler. Tyler uh, yeah, I, I guess it was a restaurant for men and women. <laughs> well, it was that day. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it caught him off guard. Nobody expected a beautiful woman to pop up next to you in a urinal. You know, yeah. like, wait, what's going on? And that's how his look was like, what's going on? Um, but uh yeah, caught, yeah, shot him, but um, and killed him, but also, I I bet you part two. Oh man, I don't know. I'm just all right. We're gonna get there, but also at the very end, the little boy. So at the beginning, um, Brandon alluded to. I said alluded a lot in this episode. Brandon spoke about uh Tyler jumping off that cliff and down to the bottom of the river, of the, of the ocean or sea or lake or whatever. And sitting there for a while until he couldn't breathe anymore. Then he came up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the kid at the end does that same type of drop into the pool and sits at the bottom for a while. And then eventually he comes up. But when he comes up, out in the background, unfocused, Tyler, or was it not? Or was it? It was him. Yeah. They, they they leave it open. I will say that they leave it open. I just, you know, if you're to believe what you're watching, <laughs> you have to ask yourself, how does he survive? Not just the bullet wounds, you know. You uh, shot multiple times. Bridge into the water. I mean, that's a that's a that's a very steep drop, <laughs> and he doesn't come up. You know, I don't know. I mean, I. If they're doing a sequel, which you probably know more about this than me because I haven't I hadn't seen it before last night, then yeah, he lived. I've all but I have heard they they might be doing a prequel as well. So I, I don't I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but if it is a sequel, I will say, yeah, he lived. I, but I'd be curious to go I'd be curious to know <laughs> where they go with the story. Exactly, because I really don't know. Because the main drug dealer died, I don't. Yep. I don't. Do you go with the kid? And no, no, no. This is my. This is a question that I was gonna. This is what I think would happen. And tell me what you think if you like it or not. So, the drug dealer's dead, but his lieutenant is still alive. The big dude, big fat yeah. dude that's tossing kids off the roof. He's gonna be the main dude, and he's gonna keep little boy on as his next little. Henchmen, uh, and they're gonna start their own little. He's taking over the territory essentially, and he's gonna be the big drug dealer uh, in India. 
and I think uh, maybe somehow I don't know if the kid it doesn't make sense for the kid to make it back to I don't know if they would continue the story there it doesn't I don't know if they did continue there they have to bring them guys back into it but if they don't continue it there it could be that Tyler gets a job somewhere else to extract somebody but you don't want to repeat yourself I don't no. know just like what how do you think that they can go with extraction two? It's called extraction two, so it's gotta be an extraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's very difficult to say because you don't want as much as I, I do enjoy the taken movies, you don't want to repeat their mistakes. Uh which part three did a better job, but part two was essentially the same movie. You don't wanna it, it goes back to Die Hard as well. Die Hard two was in my opinion, pretty much the same movie as the first one, just on the at, at an airport. <laughs> just changed the location. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do. I mean, if he, he, he does what he does. I mean, he distracts people. That is his job. Unless they're going to make it personal and they know he survived and they come after him personally, I don't know where you go with it. I mean, if you're continuing that storyline, but if you're not, and he's distracting someone else, I feel like you're just repeating yourself. You, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, so I think that the uh, I can see I, he doesn't have no one left. So you make it personal by going after him, and he has to be extracted from a place. Maybe he has to be the one that has to survive. But you, you the part of this movie is the relationship between him and Obi. You know that they're, they're bond. Um, I don't foresee them trying to kidnap him again. I don't think the dad would ever let him go to a place where he could be that vulnerable again, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that um, it almost has to be. Uh, it almost has to be a scenario where he's brought in to, to extract someone else this time around. You know, maybe, uh, maybe his job is now to protect Sanju's kid and wife and get them to safety because they find out he was the one that's helping to extract the kid. So they find out his loca their location to try to kill them, and he has to go in to save them. I don't know. Uh, it's got stakes got to go up a little bit. It makes sense that it would be a woman and a man that are. Woman and the kid, maybe that they're trying to protect, but yeah. I don't think a little kid like like uh, Sanju's son can hang <laughs> in this movie. You know, being like they gotta move fast and quick. I don't yeah. think. You can yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that's, that's kind of what Taken Two tried to do. Uh, they made it personal. They went after him and his wife. Uh, you know, it just, I don't, I mean, I didn't hate the movie or nothing, but I, I get the, the gripes that people had with it. They repeated themselves, but I, I don't know. It's tricky when you do action films and sequels, it's very tricky not to do the same thing you just did because, you know, people, I think people also expect the same thing because that's, that's what got them there. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but I do look forward to it. Whatever it is, uh, uh, I'm, yeah, hyped. I'm hyped for it. So I just so hope it's good. 
regardless. Uh, before, yeah, before we – well, we're going to go ahead and get to our scores uh, our, on the mark meter. Uh, so, uh, Brandon, I'll let you – I went first last time. Brandon, you go first this time. All right, I'm going to give it – I'm going to give it five. I mean, I had – I had a lot of fun with this. I had a blast. Uh, it check marked everything off my checklist. I mean, that it, it, that it needed to for an action movie. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was mind blowing. It was bonkers crazy. It, it was, it was, it was awesome. Pure and simple. It was awesome. I had fun. All right. I, I just spoiled mine. All right. Uh, <laughs> I give mine five markouts uh, on the markout meter as well. Uh, it is an excellent film. I actually, there's only been a few films that I've watched where I went out and was like, especially if it's on Netflix or something, it's a Netflix original. There's only a few movies where I'm like, I, you know, I want to own this one. And Train to Busan was one of them that I was like, I want to own a copy of this until I have it. This is one of those movies where I want to add to my collection um, of a of a action film because I think that it's worthy of being put up here amongst like, I don't have it, but like Rambo, but or I have the Expendables, but you know, put it up there amongst other action films um, because this is. I love the new John Wick ish type of action that we're seeing, but as long as it's like you said, as long as it's not cliche, as long as it's not, you know, not everybody can pull it off, right? Yeah. Um, but this movie pulls it off, and credit goes to the director who also is a stunt choreo- uh, uh, coordinator for different movies, he he pulls it off. And it some of the, some of the best action men I've seen since, like you said, John Wick 3. I would, I would agree with that. So Yeah, man, that was mind-blowing and just crazy. Uh, and this pulled it off, too. Like, I haven't seen, like I said, I hadn't seen something like John Wick that type of action probably since maybe the Matrix. And it's different, but it's very stylish. Uh, and that, again, that's Keanu. <laughs> Keanu right. I never thought about that. So, so the Matrix also, also the Matrix also shaped action. So before that, you had the '80s action, right? You had yeah. Stallone, you had Schwarzenegger. And, uh, you know, you had those type of actions, like action movies, right? But then yeah. Die Hard created another level of action films, uh, you know, that kind of, you know, but it still but it still was towing the line of the same type of action, but just a different little variant on it. But you, you still had the same movies. But I think once you get to Matrix, uh, that redefine what it was to be an action movie because that yeah. one used to use guns almost as if they were swords almost not like because you you've seen that in a lot of uh japanese films too japanese action films but um but it's just the way that they did it and the you know art and the camera work and everything not just that the 360 camera thing that became cliche for a lot of other people but it just was revolutionary for its time and stood the ground. And then you had that type of action for the longest time, even though we might have had, like, say, the Expendables and stuff to kind of bring it back to the old guard of type of action movies. The first, the next one really changed the game was 
the John Wick John Wick movies. Maybe, and that's in my opinion. I might be wrong. No, I I, I agree. I think he changed the game. I think Keanu is always changing the game, though. I mean, I think his first one was Point Break. That changed. Fast and Furious stole their idea, <laughs> basically ripped them off. Um, then he did Speed. An action movie on a bus. I mean, it was an action movie. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just always upping the ante. And he did it with the Matrix and he, he did it again with John Wick. He's just, he, he evolves very well and he changes the game. He doesn't give the respect he deserves in this genre for whatever reason, but he's one of the, he evolved action movies. Can't deny that. And, uh, and distractions proof of it because it, it, it's very John Wick like <laughs> yeah but for the but, you know for uh, it's a good thing though it's not a yeah, movie where I would say that you can skip it like I I recommend anyone it's not a long movie it's like an hour or something so um, I, I, I recommend it um, but yeah this was our action junkies uh, edition of extraction uh 2020. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's on Netflix right now. If you have Netflix, you can watch it. Um, you should watch it if you like action movies. It's uh, if you, you you might feel like it's slow at first. Wait like 18 or 19 minutes, man. It won't it won't slow down after that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't it doesn't flow at all. Yeah, yeah. Once it gets once it once it gets off once it gets off the ground, man. Oh my goodness, it just doesn't it doesn't look back. It's like no, there's so it's, many neck snaps. There's no, so many gunshots, so many stabbings yeah. and throwings off buildings. It's crazy. This actually lives up to the title of Fast and Furious. <laughs> I agree with it, and it's so fast. Like I would've been so tired if I was if he was extracting me. He, I would've yeah. died. I would've died a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I, long time ago. I mean, I can't run anymore, so. I'm kind of screwed. Someone trying to kill me, like these guys were trying to kill this little boy and Tyler. I mean, I'd be screwed within five minutes. <laughs> it would have been called extra. And never mind, he died. <laughs> but all right, well, Brandon, you want to tell them what we're doing next week? Well, the plan was um, most anticipated films of 2021. Um, Unfortunately, uh, movie studios are postponing movies again. So I don't know if that should be something we should do yet or not, because I don't know if we're going to get these movies. But So I was premature for making this then. <laughs> so we're not doing it. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we can do it. They just no. might not come out. No, that's okay. We won't do that. So, uh, but it's still your pick next week. What are we doing? <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it, but I, I tell you what. Uh, since you already watched it and you already hate it, we'll go with Old Guard, another action movie. Unless you don't want to, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's the only thing that could, that came to my mind. Um, I'm trying oh, to. Think. What about what about uh. uh I was going to say, what about maybe next week? I'm going to try to go ahead and finish. I'm going to try to get through the rest of Supernatural. You want to do Supernatural next week? Supernatural is fine. <laughs> All right. 
So next week we're going to uh, we're going to talk about the whole series that is Supernatural, um, and um, and what is going to fill its void, you know. So and yes, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun episode. I, I'm on um, I think episode five right now, season fifteen. Um, I, I know it's it's, it's, it's daunting to think about it. You got a lot to go. Yeah, I, I mean, technically, I've seen most of them already. I've seen up until the Gamblers episode, yeah. but I'm just restarting them just to kind of refresh myself on them. Um, you know, for yeah, the most I part, remember, I want to keep fast forwarding it. But I remember most of it. I I remember pretty much every bit of the finale, though. Uh, so that's something I know we're going to focus on is how this actually ended. And I'm curious to know how you're gonna feel because. All right, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like I'm I'm just how you're Brandon. gonna feel about it. And it'd okay. be interesting to talk about it and what's gonna fill its void on CW, but or in television period. Because yeah. uh, I don't. I don't know what can, but you know, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. Supernatural. It's been a long so time. Great okay, Supernatural. But uh, yeah, all right. But yeah, no, I can't wait. But all right. In the meantime, and in between time, I'm Aaron Whitlow. I'm Brandon Spivey. And, and we, we are. The are Mark the... Go ahead. No, go ahead, Brandon. You started it. Go ahead. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Thank you for marking out with us. <laughs>